Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland, and our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations. A new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy, because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, your host for tonight, this evening. It is 11.01 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so I know it's late on the East Coast. So if anyone's listening, I'd like to send a shout-out to everyone for Happy New Year. I haven't been on for a while, so um, I'd like to thank you all for joining me. Uh, tonight, uh, I want to talk about preparation. Uh, for Christ's return, uh, I will express the fact that this is a Bible prophecy radio show, and we will talk about Bible prophecy. And matter of fact, this will be our main focus uh, as far as prophecies are is concerned. Uh, so don't let me scare you off about what I'm, about what I'm going to say tonight. Uh, there is a lot of things going on. Uh, in the news, uh, we know that Ariel Sharon passed away, and um, for those who are out there aware that a certain rabbi um, said that uh, uh, before he died, he wrote a letter saying that uh, when Ariel Sharon passed away, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, will be coming shortly thereafter. Now, he said in the letter that Yahshua is the Messiah, which is, we know, Jesus Christ. Um, so, that is one of the things that's in the news. Uh, another thing, of course, we are aware of the four blood, four, uh, blood moons that will occur between 2014 and 15. 
uh, which is a big sign, but even bigger sign uh, to coincide with those two signs is that John Kerry in the Obama administration is trying to get Israel and its neighbors to sign a peace deal, which is um, very kind of uh, strange and ironic at the same time because they're trying to force their hand. And we know what happened to people um, being in uh, someone who tries to force Israel's hand. We know what happens to them. Uh, they come with un- unfortunate ends. I just got to reading um, Genesis 12. It says, if you bless Israel, excuse me, you will be blessed. If you curse Israel, you will be cursed. Um, and we know for a fact what happened to Ariel Sharon. Um, we need to pray for his family and, and, his, and his close associates. Pray for the nation of Israel for their brief time of mourning. Uh, because uh, when we lost President Ford or Nixon or Reagan, they had huge uh, funerals, and and the country did go into mourning for about a week or so. And, and afterwards, everybody continued on their daily lives. But uh, we are at a time and a crossroads. Uh, and for John Kerry to be going over there, pushing for this thing uh, it seems to be right on time and um, April seems to be a dead a, a time period a deadline for uh, this agreement to be signed now we know in Daniel chapter 9 verse 27 the Antichrist comes to confirm a covenant I've mentioned that before to my former guest, and I've mentioned that before to people I've talked to, and they say that uh, there's always been a peace agreement. It's just in fragments and pieces. Um, the Oslo Accords and, you know, Camp David and all that other stuff. And um, they're just pieces of the um, original document that will surface in the end times. But I, the way I uh, believe it to be so, and the way I see it, is that there will be a time and a place that they will get together and formally sign a peace agreement. And soon after that, the Antichrist will come. And people say, well, how you didn't know that? Well, Peter talks about... Uh, when they shall say peace and safety, total destruction shall come upon them. Um, and they will, know, they will not know what hit them. And I believe that at a time in history, in the future, it's going to come a time where they say peace and safety. And the best time, one of the best times for that to happen is the, is the, is the uh, covenant prior to the Antichrist signing his strengthening of the covenant so in other words uh, the Bible says and he shall confirm a covenant so if he's confirming and strengthening a a covenant it ought to exist so it's something to take a look at something to keep our eyes on is the Obama administration uh, signing a temporary peace deal or or Europe or the United Nations whoever is going to be a part of that uh, 
and um, guaranteeing Israel's um, security. Now, I don't tend to believe that uh, the United States will guarantee Israel's security. I think it's more of a UN type of deal that uh, will come in the future. But um, God has put signs and signals in the skies for us uh, to know when he's coming back. And um, I want to go just over a few signs of the past. Now, uh, in 19, uh, excuse me, 1492, uh, the year the Jews were expelled from Spain by Queen Isabella, uh, there was a tetrad. What the tetrad is where there are uh, signals in the skies and um, it says when four consecutive lunar eclipses are all total eclipses uh, the group is known as a tetrad so we have that now and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes in 1948 uh, the statehood of Israel uh, went into war the war of independence uh, and in 1967, now this has only happened three times, uh, a couple of times in the, in the history of the last 2,000 years. Uh, so going into 19, uh, excuse me, 1492, I don't know why I want to say 19, but it's 1492, 1948, and 1967. And... Um, this would be the eighth time since the last 2,000 years. Now, um, the, mean, the number uh, of eights means new beginnings. And uh, it seems to be where we're going into. We know that the tribulation period is the tip of the day of the Lord. Now, and Peter says a day to the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. Uh, so the day of the Lord is a thousand, uh, 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 excuse me, a thousand years is a day in God's schedule. So he's going to deal with Satan, he's going he's gonna to crush sin, and he's going to eradicate evil and bring on his millennium to show, people, show the world, to show creation that this is what I attended for in the first place that people will live without um, uh, the earth being cursed. And um, the main thing is that people can live under God and live in a perfect world. And another, the greatest thing is, is that God's grace is sufficient for us and, and creation. So, um, 2014 and 2015, we'll see on Passover, April 15, 2014, uh, Sackcloth, uh, October 8, 2014, Adar Nissan, uh, March 2015, uh, March 20, 2015, Passover, April, Fourth, two 2015 uh, Feast of Trumpets 
September um, 13, 2015, and Sackoff, September 28, 2015. Now, let me see if I wrote, read those off right. Um, so, uh, these are going to be blood moons, of course. Um, so, it's going to be four blood moons and one in the middle, which is March 20, 2015. Um, now, those all happened. Now, NASA... Uh, I've been to NASA website. I haven't been there for a while, but NASA has these uh, have the, has the calendar. So if you listen to this radio program, you want to go check out NASA. Go check out NASA and see where where, where these um, uh, eclipses fall. And then what you do is you go online. You can go to various to verify to various uh, websites. Go online to verify when uh, these uh, various uh, eclipses happen versus a Jewish holiday. Now, when that when a Jewish observance day happens the same time as an eclipse, uh, and it happens at the magnitude it's happening in 2014 and 15, that means it's God's trying to signal signal something. Now, the ones that happen, um, so there are four total uh, eclipses that occurred the Jewish Passover and, and uh, Feast Trumpet holidays in 1493 and 1494, excuse me. Uh, and then um, four total lunar eclipses occurred in the Jewish Passover um, Feast of Tabernacle and on Jewish Passover and Feast of Tabernacles, 1949 to 1950. Uh, so we know that Israel was proclaimed a nation. The Bible says that a nation should be born in a day. And that happened um, May 14, 1948. Now, they did not receive a government until 1949. Um, so that that is significant. Uh, but um, Israel uh, took a seat in the United Nations as the 59th uh, member of the United Nations in 1949. That was almost a year after um, they became a nation. So the the signs are, of the times are here. God is singing a, 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 a signal in the skies. Now I want to read uh, something to you if I can uh, spare some of your time. And it is quite in quite of importance. Uh, it's Joel two thirty. And 31, he says, And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. So this right here is, and I've heard someone read that today, uh, pastor, matter of fact, of high prominence. And to me, that exemplifies after the tribulation period. 
But when you read it, when you read that piece of scripture with um, Luke 21, and it says, now this is prior to the tribulation period. And there should be signs in the sun and the moon and the light and the stars, excuse me, and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, disease, and the rays roaring. Men's hearts fell in them for fear and for looking after those things that are coming upon the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then they shall see the Son of Man. So that's like actual continuation. So both are talking about um, uh, the end of the world or the end of time or the end of this age as we know it. However, Luke 21 is talking about signs and then things come upon the earth. Uh, and then, um, so you see Jesus coming in the power, in the, in the clouds of, uh, with power and great glory. So, um, the signs that are in the skies are for seasons. Of course, the Bible says for signs and for seasons, the sun and the moon and the stars are for signs and the seasons. And we know it's for light, but it's the, to signal that things are going to start taking place. Now, 2014 to 2015, I don't know when Jesus is coming. Uh, I don't know if it's 2014, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19. I, I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised if it happened quicker than we think. And the reason why is because uh, the Bible talks about a sudden surprise. Uh, Luke 21, it reads, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the cares of this life. And that's what I'm going to be talking about in a few minutes. And so that that day come upon you unawares. What day? The day that Christ returns. He says, For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell upon the face of the earth. So it comes as a snare. It comes as a surprise. No one's expecting it. Now, and I do believe, and you may disagree, and if you do, that's fine. I myself do believe that the United States does not fall until almost time for the tribulation period to start. I don't think the uh, United States is going to go through some soaps to go through slow pain. I think it'd be instant death. I don't think it's going to die, but you know what I mean. I, I, I do believe the United States will exist during the tribulation period, but in a much, much, much weaker form. And before the tribulation period begins, I think the United States, within weeks, maybe even days, will cease to be the powerhouse and therefore uh, will not be able to go into the tribulation period or lead, lead into the new world order. And at that point, the Antichrist will take over. Now, how much time does the United States have? Uh, we have to take a look at how much time that we have as far as Jesus Christ returning. Now, the the thing that most intriguing in these last days is is the things that I see that happening in the church. Uh, with long pastors that are committing suicide and um, 
preachers that are being found in hotel rooms um, overdosing on drugs and and we got a pastor up in Michigan. I'm not saying anything about that that case right there because they they haven't solved anything. But um, a lady was stalking um, the pastor uh, up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, named Marvin Sapp, and she disappeared. Now I'm not going to say any more about what you know because they still investigate that, and I don't you know want to cause any problems. I don't have that many listeners anyway, so. And like I got a million listeners, and somebody's going to go and tell the cops. But um, you know, I, I'm just saying this that uh, the lady disappeared. So, and um, he had filed a restraining order to keep him her away from him, and she hasn't been seen since December 5th. Now, could she just be hiding out somewhere? I don't know. But uh, I know that the pastors all over uh, the United States are. Um, being exposed, and, um, and we are living in the last days. The Bible says, "Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils." Now, I've heard so many doctrines uh, of devils. Uh, you just go up on YouTube; you can find a whole list of devils and uh, doctrines of devils, and, and you you wouldn't be any, you wouldn't have a shortage of uh, of. Um, of things to play. Now I'm gonna try to extend this show because I I don't know what I was thinking when I was doing the show. Um, so I'm gonna try my best to extend it. But yeah, uh, we we are in the, in the last days of the last days of the last days. We we are going to see something with all those signals and signs. Now I'm gonna do a, a show on the signs. Uh, a little bit later, I just decided to pull off and do a show because I haven't done one in a while, um, and and so I thought I would just pull up and 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 go ahead and talk to y'all. Now, 2000 and uh, let me see, I don't even think they're gonna let me even do anything anymore. <laughs> Once you set a date, it looks like you set the date. I mean, set, set the time. Let me see if they're going to let me do it. They might. Um, I don't think they're going to let me do it anymore. I guess they got a new format here with duration. Um, yeah, so I, I, I guess I have to say goodbye. I, I, I even thought about that once, uh, that... Uh, once you make a show time, you should have to stick with it. But uh, I guess I'm going to have to talk to y'all later. But I got a few more minutes. So and let's talk really quickly about um, what we're going to be doing as far as Prophecy Zone is concerned. Um, I pretend to uh, hopefully pretend. I hopefully want to do more shows. Um, uh, I think you can do it right there. No, you can't. Hold on. I'm talking to myself. You might say, as long as you don't answer. Yeah, you used to be able to, like, when you're doing a show, you used to be able to go right into the show. Let me see if I can go on the dashboard and do it. Yeah, you used to be able to go right into a show and... 
and change uh, the show details, and I guess she can't do it no more. Uh, and being not, being the case that I haven't been doing any shows lately, let me see if I can change it. Yeah, you can. You can change it right on the thing. Oh, wow, that is neat, folks. Oh, I'm glad I saw that. Yeah, see? Boom. I didn't know you can do that. They they got it so you can change it right on the um, switchboard. So let's talk about preparation for Jesus Christ's return. Now, I uh, work at a treatment center, and I work with teenagers. Um, and, you know, it's a wonderful job. I mean, you get to associate with the kids and talk to them and, and joke around with them, you know. And, and um, one day I went to work, and... You know, we were talking about religion, and and, um, I was kind of dumbfounded because I haven't talked to a lot of kids in a long time, and I remember being at working at Job Corps, and it's a difference between where I work at now and Job Corps. I worked at Job Corps like 10 10, 10 years ago, or maybe even longer, and um, actually longer, way longer, 10 years ago, but anyway... um, when I worked at Job Corps, the kids had somewhat of a, a respect or somewhat of a reverence for God. And you were able to talk to them and, and, and you know, they, they wouldn't come out and say there is no God or anything like that. But these kids have been told, uh, you can tell they've been taught reincarnation and and we came from apes or we came from, you know, mechanisms, organ, organisms designed themselves. And um, the more I hear that idea, the more I think it's ridiculous. Not that I think I'm holier than thou, but it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm looking right at this um, board that I got. I never took the there. It's a Christian. Um, it's the word is faith on it. And it's you get it from a Christian store, you know. You go on a Christian store and you see the, the, the boards you hang on your walls, faith. And I never took the plastic ends off of it. You know, what I mean, I'll probably have this thing. It's only three dollars and ninety-seven cents. I think I got this at Walmart. <clears throat> but imagine going up to somebody and saying nobody made this. I mean, it's, it's 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 almost amazing to me. And and then one of the other staff members was was trying to defend his portion that that we came from nothing and we were just developed into nothing from nothing. Um, to me, nothing from nothing leads to nothing. I mean, you don't if you if there is no organ organization um, point, then there's not going to be any organization. Meaning, if there's not a, a person of thought or an individual, even a dog who's hunting for his own um, food or prey or animal hunting for their prey has to have uh, organization to find that. You can't, you know, you got to sneak up on a bird. You can't just run up on it and make all kinds of noise. That's organization. And then once he catches the bird, you know, then he's doing his thing. But as far as, like, Anything that is created, I mean, people can't just start business. I was watching Steve Jobs. Now imagine if you walk up to Steve Jobs and tell him things happen by accident. Don't don't do a company. I mean, it, it all come you know, knocking at your doorstep. Or just think about it, and it, it might happen. In that case, you still got to think about it, even though it's not going to happen. 
you got to think about it and do. So it's an organizational um, um, way of thinking that things work. Uh, they just don't work by accident, you know. But let me get off the soapbox. Um, but um, so what are we what are we supposed to be doing in these last days? Now we know the last thing that Jesus said in uh, Matthew's twenty eight, and I'm definitely going to read that. And I, and I want to point out some things before this show goes off. Um, so, Matthew's 28, he says, Jesus says, And Jesus came speaking unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So, there are a lot of uh, Bible prophecy uh, guides on the internet, watchmen, uh, on YouTube, definitely on Blog Talk Radio, on Facebook. They call themselves, we call ourselves watchmen. Be a good book to write, The Watchman. And um, we consider ourselves the deliverer of information. And that's probably what I'll probably be more of doing in 2014. But my chief aim is to preach the gospel. My second aim is to deliver information. But in between those two, and I left it out on purpose, is discipleship. Now, if, if I'm bringing you the gospel, but I, I'm not changing my own self, what good is it? But definitely, if I'm bringing you information and I'm not changing from within, what good is it? Now, I'm saying this on the basis of preparation, for Jesus Christ's return. Now, he's coming back for a church without spot or blemish. What does that mean? That means, and people are going to like what I'm going to say, because I, I think one of the things, is besides running my mouth all the time, the people didn't like my radio shows because I, I, I didn't talk about, because one of the brothers made a comment when I was on this show. He says, uh, tell me something I don't know. And I think that's what's going to get him in trouble. Uh, the most important thing I'm here for is, is the delivery of the gospel, the discipleship of brothers and sisters in Christ and people who are not in the kingdom. Now, if I can deliver to you information that's going to intrigue you enough to come into the kingdom like it did for me and for many of you out there, then that's fine. And that's that's my what I would like to set out and do in 2014. But it, my purpose is to deliver information to you to get you to do something. Now, can I get you to do something? No. 
The Holy Spirit is the only one that can get you to do something. But I need to deliver the information to a point that you can understand and leave that seed at your door. And we are the deliverers of information. But we need to deliver it in a proper, loving way. We can't just deliver the information in a hateful way. Now, are we going to deliver the... There are many ways to deliver a package. There's many ways that the package gets to the house. Now, what I mean by package is how you pa- how is it packaged? Is it in a video? Is it in a, a box? Or is it in a is it in a singing telegram? Does it come in a in a locked suitcase? See, the the gospel is to come, and it has to come with power. And there's many ways to get it there. Especially online, or you can go to somebody's doorstep, or you can go to a fair and present the gospel. There's many ways of doing it. But to make it effective, what do you do? How do you get it there? So, in these last days, we need to have power that God gives us power, that Jesus gives us power. Instead of telling somebody that they're tetrads up in the sky and they're signals, okay, so when you're done telling them that, what do you tell them? Because I think we're going to have information overload. And the Bible talks about in Daniel chapter 12 that knowledge should go to and fro. That means knowledge should grow. I heard I was on a website and talking about technology and how knowledge is growing. And then that's not that's that's true. That's true. It's very true. Knowledge is growing. <clears throat> it's an exponential rate. And if it keeps going, then there are gonna be some people who are left behind because they put their faith in the knowledge in the information rather than in Jesus Christ himself. So, is knowledge power? Knowledge is only power if it's used correctly. Now, I watched the Steve Jobs movie and I watched his um, his um, documentary and he said one good, he said, he said a lot of good things, but he said one good thing is his he says, why let somebody else that's no smarter than you create something? And I thought that was deep. Because Steve Jobs is a smart man, but there's a lot of smart people out there who just don't have the patterns to go and do something. We live in an information age. And in order to be used of God, we have to get past just the information or just the study and then bringing people information because you can get high off of studying. You can get deluded off of studying. You can seek the study part but not seek the one that you should be studying of. 
And I think the Pharisees were complete opposite. They studied the scripture and they missed the person completely. Who they supposed to be studying about. He was there right in their face. See, ours is we're studying about somebody who's coming, but we're we're focused in on, we get excited about the studying, but sin is still in our lives, and we're not paying attention to the sin, and, and we're sort of missing the message because we're studying so much that we come across this new gospel, this gospel that says, I can do anything I would like to do, or God understands, I'm going to struggle, we're human beings, but... I can't stop. Now, the Bible says in the last days, in a long list, Second Pete, Second Timothy 3, that men will have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. In other words, it's standing, standing at the Red Sea, but the Red Sea won't go up. The Red Sea will not move. And what I'm trying to say is I have a sin, I have a habit, I have a addiction, but the addiction won't move because I have no faith that it moves because I was told that God would tolerate it. If you told over and over again something, you're bound to believe it. Even if you don't think you believe it or think you should believe it, you're going to believe it. If you're told that God tolerates, oh, we are human beings, and all of that is true. We are human beings. We are people. We struggle. But you can stop the struggle once you find the truth. Find out who Jesus is. He comes to save us from our sins. He not only comes to save, save us and in, in help us go to heaven, or take us to heaven, excuse me. He's also come to save us or sever us from our sins. In other words, the Bible talks about in John, the, the, um, the book of John, he who practices sin is of the devil. So if, you, if you're struggling with something, you need to go to Jesus Christ and ask him to break it before it's too late. Now, let's talk about one save always save. Only, and here's my answer for you. Ready? Only according to God's knowledge. So when people say, I was foreknown to be saved before the foundation of the world. And I say, only through God's knowledge. But if, I, if you ask me, will you say to, well, I know I was, then I'm going to say, do you know um, that God is omnipotent? omnipotent, which is all-knowing. Therefore, he knows Genesis through Revelations. He knows day 4,000 to day 2,000 and whatever, that he comes back and restores all things. He knows who has been naughty. He knows who's been not naughty. You know, Christian son, he knows when he uses... I'm just joking. Jesus definitely knows. It's funny how they sing that about Santa Claus, but Jesus knows everything. Omnipresent, omnipotent, omnipotent, all-powerful. So he can separate you from your sin. So the pre-qualifications, this judgment will begin in the house of the Lord. No one seems to get that one. 
I don't. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have the patent on this one, but I know when it says judgment should begin in the house of the Lord. Imagine one day in history, millions of people disappear, but millions of people still here who went who went to church. So judgment in one split, one twelfth of a second, just happened. And I have never heard anybody say that. Judgment begins in the house of the Lord. At the rapture, you're going to find out if you've been or you truly born again. Now, sometimes if you ask somebody, are you born again? I'm, I'm not so certain. I think I am. Those are the same people who go to church. But those aren't the ones I'm worried about. I'm worried about the ones who go to church and, and 100% sure they're saved, but they're not because something is in their life or they just got the doctrine all screwed up. I mean, if you, if, if you, if you go and listen to some of the doctrine some people have, it's, it's almost straight up ridiculous. You know, and, and see, we are told in amongst people on Facebook that why you talk about this preacher or that preacher, leave them alone, let them do their stuff. But it ain't it ain't the leave them alone, let them do their stuff the way you think. It's the let them, leave them alone, let them do their stuff because who are you to judge? See, that's exactly what's wrong. We have no integrity. Not even amongst the people who, who are looking at the person, the preacher who's doing the wrong thing. The Bible talks about in Romans, they not only will look at them, but they have pleasure in, in watching. They not only do it themselves, but they have pleasure in watching those who do it. So, yeah, in order to be ready for Christ's return, we have to have a relationship with him. Not a relationship with information, not a relationship with who would or you pre-post me it, uh, not a relationship on uh, who's the Antichrist or, or how many aliens we're going to see at the top of a pen. I mean, the, the, the thing is, is that those things are interesting and those things should be preached. And trust me, they will be talked about on the Prophecy Zone. And if you listen to some of my past shows, you'll realize that. But... It's Christ and him crucified. The Bible says if we raise him up, he'll draw all men to himself. Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the one we need to be preaching about. Now, I'm going to be talking about uh, this nasty, um, stupid um, uh, thing that they just came up with uh, where... Let me read it. It talks about uh, meat from diseased animals approved for consumers. Yummy. And if you, I wish you can go to my uh, wall. Look up Philip Armstrong and go to my wall if you can. Or befriend me if you want. You can go on my walk and even send it to you on the prophecy zone. You can join the prophecy zone. But anyway, it has this, there's a picture of this pork. And they have this green slime coming out. And, of course, once again, I repeat myself, it says among animal diseases, the agency said uh, don't present a health danger. Our cancer, pneumonia, or poetry, um, sores, infections, infection is like arthritis, disease caused by eternal worms. Yummy. 
So, yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about. I mean, there's war coming in the Middle East. There's, uh, you know, there's um, potential for a stock market collapse. There's uh, uh, the state of uh, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City, which I used to go to a lot when I used to be stationed in uh, Oklahoma, uh, talking about putting a, a devil... Uh, shrine outside of their courthouse, and 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 oh, well, we're just waiting until you take down the Christian one, the the Ten Commandments one first, and then we'll put ours up there. I mean, and we're gonna let little kids sit on it, and they're gonna just love it, and 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 the, that you know, in the Bible it talks about uh, in Revelation 13 that he calls us all to take a mark, but he also calls them to worship Satan, you know, and uh, I see it happening. I mean, look at that. I mean, and, and, and you never come to a day, you never thought you'd come to a day where Satan would be um, shrined outside of a courthouse. I mean, I'm, I'm seriously, folks, I never thought I'd come to that day when I would see Satan. Uh, I mean, it's almost like I'm living in a movie sometimes. I swear, even the, even even my own kids, even even the kids I work with, even the people in, in my hometown. When I'm watching the local news, I barely watch the news, folks. The news is terrible here. I mean, it's not like we got a bad place in Spokane. I mean, it's no worse than Detroit. <laughs> that was a that was an understatement, wasn't it? Well, my upper statement, whatever you want to call it, outrageous statement. But anyway, it's no it's 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 no worse than any other city, uh, you know. But um, you know, you get you get kind of leery to hear bad news. So I really don't watch the news every five seconds. I really don't think there's a reason to. It's not healthy for me, you know. But anyway, I'm gonna take a break. I'll be right back. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website, highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us. Romans 623 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gifts of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity Zone on Block Talk Radio. Now, be prepared to re-enter the zone where only watchmen dare go and only the fearless do venture. Now from the lands of the Pacific Northwest in FEMA Region 6, where we warn about your future in the rapture of the church, the concentration camps of the enemy, your host once again, 
Phil Armstrong. Welcome back to The Zone, The Prophecy Zone. Went to, I mean, I'm not sure he went to hell or not, but 
most of the time, according to the Bible that I read, um, if you're not uh, uh, coming, if you if you're in the closet, you're probably not going to make make it to heaven. And um, what I mean by that, if you're a closet Christian, who nobody knows you're a Christian, until all of a sudden I'm a Christian, you know that's not a Christian. A Christian is someone who who's a billboard for Christ. And um, people say, well, you. You, you, I, I mean, my, I'm private. I don't like to talk to people, but, but you better figure out a real way how to talk to people. So I can tell you right now, somebody walked up to me right now and tell me that scenario, that Ariel Sharon was a Christian, he just didn't say nothing about it. Then uh, I got some wetlands to sell you. I mean, that is kind of mean for me to say that, but I, I, I wish people would get it right so they can know that their relatives are going to heaven or not. Because if we sit up here and we say, um, well, he he loves the Lord. He just don't mention it much. Well, he probably don't love the Lord. That's why he don't mention it much. So we have to figure that out. Now, now um, as far as mentioning Christ and, and talking about Jesus Christ, as far as having a show, a radio show, because I have some people that I know, I, I was a guest on somebody's show just recently, and uh, they got mad at me, and it felt like they got mad at me because because I was talking about Jesus. Um, and people get uptight, and it's like, tell me something we don't know. I'm like, really? You want me to tell you something you don't know? I can tell you right now, people are going to go after knowledge, ever learning, and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. They're always learning about something, how many moons there are up there, how much Saturn, how much... And then the show that I was on, it almost sound like they were talking about um, uh, astrology. I mean, you started talking about astrology, I mean, where do you go from there? Um, but anyway, uh, God loves them too, and... You know, I love them, but at the same time, I mean, right about now, I'm not, I'm, that'd be the last thing you ever heard me say bad about anybody, because you check out my radio programs in the past, uh, I don't, I didn't even talk about people who came after me, I just kind of like let them go, you know, I mean, it's just useless. Um, Facebook, for instance, is a tool for most people to vent out their frustrations about nothing. Um, I call it the gospel, be right. Um, some people want to just have their own opinion, and then if you don't believe it, then you're you're a heretic. But um, you know, Facebook for me is not a place that I sit there and argue. Like if you're in one of my groups, and and, and you're arguing with people, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to make a major blunder, and then I'm gonna put you out. But sometimes I just put a person out anyway. I mean, it just depends. Uh, what they're saying and whatever. I had this one individual female who comes into almost, well, she was. I don't know if somebody else booted her out. Uh, so I got rid of a lot of my administrators because people were booting out people. They even had my sister booted out. And I'm like, what did they boot my sister out for? I mean, that's crazy. So I had this group for over, um, I think, Three, three years, and it's taken a while just to get to 2,000. We ain't even at 2,000 yet. But at 20, 20 people a day, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 people a day, we're bound to get to three, four, five thousand 5,000 um, people. But um, but I I just felt like having a radio show today. Um, 2014 will be the year um, 
that we um, preach the gospel and preach Bible prophecy and lead people to Jesus through Bible prophecy rather than just talk Bible prophecy and that's it. Um, yeah, people will come and listen to you if you set up set a clown in front of a window and have him ring a bell. You know, people will come and listen to you if you if you got magic tricks, and, or people will come and listen to you if you got special guests that is all over the world. But um, look, folks, Jesus is coming soon. We don't have the time to get people high off information. That doesn't save you. The information of the Word of God saves you. The Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Uh, it goes and pierces into the guts and pulls out a man's motives. The man's motives must line up with Jesus' motive. The man's motives must line up with the Father's motive. Jesus came to do what the Father asked him to do, and we are to do what Jesus asked him to do. So guess who we are? we're doing, who the Father say do. Um, the Bible says, if Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. He also says, he who, who keeps my commandments is truly my disciple. It didn't say, he who goes after Bible prophecy is my disciple. It says, he who keeps my commands. And we are to eat the word of God. The Bible says that um, that we are to not eat bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So what should we be eating more the Bible spiritually or food physically? Yeah, the food world, if you starve yourself, how many people think you actually think of going to themselves, especially in America? Pretty much nobody. So, unless they can't help but to starve themselves. But the word of God, we have a starving society. We have a society that, is, that does not have, we're, 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 we're spiritually dead. We're spiritually walking dead. We don't have the word of God inside of us. It says in Joshua that we should meditate on this word day and night. So if we should meditate on it day and night. That means we ought to meditate it on day and night. That means we need to read, pick up the Bible more often and uh, read it and, and, and observe to do those things that are written in it and to obey Jesus what he has said and if you have any questions pray about it and um, there's many many avenues online um, pastors online that can tell you don't go to those pastors and take a long time to get to the truth and all they talk about is how much you can get from God and if you send them money some people ain't paying their tithe and all this other stuff go to the person who's going to tell you about the gospel of Jesus Christ go to the person who's going to be exhortatory teaching um from Genesis to Revelations, go to the person who will give you subject preaching where it talks about different topics, uh, you know, church attendance or fellowship or marriage or whatever, and go to those people and listen to these people and, and, and ask God to reveal it. But most of all, go online or buy yourself a Bible on audio tape and do and read it. And also also sit down and, and meditate on God's word. Read the same verse over and over again. Read the same chapter over and over again. Go you know, go go with the Bible reading of your church and and read the Bible, you know, audio tape. Read Matthew one day, read Luke the next day, go to the Old Testament, read the Psalms, you know, and let the audio um tape play it for you. You know, that's what I do. You know. But God loves everybody out there. I'm glad y'all was able to tune in. 
I'm going to be doing shows much because I believe Christ is coming back within less than 36 months. And they can come back any time right now. So I think we're going to see some things happen way before 2017. So God bless y'all. And and, and and this year is going to be quite special. I think mean, he could come back this year. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, seeing the Lord Jesus come and call us into the skies. I am looking for an outro right now, and I can't find one. But anyway, uh, I am so glad to be back on on the air. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East. The Mark of the Beast. The European Superstate. Russia. China. Syria. And more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone, the Prophecy Zone. Yeah, that's the actual outro, outro without the music. And don't ask me why in the world I even have that up there, because I have no idea. And now I'm going to my, um, my, uh, Files and I do not see an outro at all. Since I've done a show, sometimes these things kind of shift. And and if you haven't used a certain file for a while, they will disappear on you. But I cannot see a outro for the life of me. This is this wonderful. But um, God, I'm not gonna hang up until I clear outro. No, I was joking. But um, God bless everybody out there. And um, have a great night. Matter of fact, I think I'll play uh, closing outro. Good night. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.